welcome to Oh Flick. no, let's, we gotta do more energy than that, babe. It's a big movie. It's a big oh movie. I feel like that's a good feel. You just you just kind of like walked into that like you're strolling on a Sunday. Hello everyone. Welcome to Flix OGs, a podcast where oh man, what do I say? <laughs> You should have written it down. Oh, well, if we maybe if let's, let's check our flowchart here. Couple oh. notes. I don't hate the idea of a flowchart. Fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to Flix OGs, three friends who want their time wasting activity not to be a complete waste of time. Today we watched Polar. My name is Lauren, and I have my uh, cuticle cutter torture devices ready to go. Oh, she actually and you brought does. Them wow. Into the studio. Okay, I was wondering what you were doing with that. It all yes. it all works now. Oh. Yes. I'm Ashley, and my assassin name is Lady Dangles. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris, um, the, the whitest Caesar. No, sorry, shoot. I am Chris, the whitest Kaiser. <laughs> the whitest. <laughs> uh, should we be white sesame, I felt like. White sesame? Yeah. What's that? Because Kaiser buns have sesame seeds on them, so white ones. So you could be sesame seed, maybe, then? Wow. That joke, <laughs> that joke had went for a stroll, went around the block, and came back. No, That's I a sweaty joke. I had no idea joke. where she was going with that. Oh, I, man. Uh, oh. That joke needs a flowchart of its own. Kate, Some people uh, will get it. Listen, can we just take a moment to say, please do not watch this movie. Oh, good. We're going to start this already. I so just, in the first two minutes, we're going to start this sometimes, antagonism. Sometimes people feel they need to... Watch the movie before listening to us. Don't do it. Please don't do that. Just listen to us. Then make your decision on whether or not you're going to spend your time, waste your time, watching this movie. Can I say that the trailer was very misleading? And actually was like, this could be not bad. I could get into some of these characters. It looks a little hokey, but you know what? I wasn't going to hate it. And then then I did. Then I really hated it. Yes. I'm going to reintroduce myself. Um, my name's Chris. I'm the Dark Knight for this movie. I'm not the no. hero you need. I'm, wait, how does that saying go? Whatever, <laughs> I'm here to protect the movie from the hateful people that want to bring it down. Oh. There's no way you can protect this movie. I knew. I said, as soon as I didn't like this movie, I was like, Chris it's, is gonna love it. It's not a good movie. I didn't love it. But it's not as bad as you guys are gonna make it sound. No, it is. It is. It is. And we will now lay out... Our key points for why... Oh, Lauren's yes. unraveling a scroll. Okay. Said, oh, wow. 20,000 words. Here's the <laughs> she thing. She wrote an essay. All I needed to write down for this movie was one word, and that was hate. Don't also, forget the stars beside the hate. With the stars beside it. That's literally all I wrote down on my page. Uh, most movies, I've averaged three to four pages of notes. Also, what I was expecting out of this movie... Based on the trailer. Based on the trailer was constant action... Uh, absolute like hokiness like you said absolute like over the top that is not actually going to happen that can't be real and but still enjoyable still enjoyable a little tongue-in-cheek but that was not the case and instead there was duck and dick in cheek if (laughs) if there had been more of that i would have been happier it was almost like riding the line is it making fun of itself or is it trying to be serious? And I couldn't d- decipher. It, it did have some tonal problems. I will I will are concede you, that. Yes. Are you trying to be like uh, John Wick, yeah. which was like fucking awesome. Yeah. And thank you for making you watch it besides the dog dying scene. Key, but how perfect. No. Okay. okay. Let's, let's, let's start from the beginning. So this is based on a comic book. Polar came from the cold by Victor Santos. And the comic book itself is by uh, Dark Horse Comics. And they have done 
they're they're like the not DC, not Marvel, but a lot of the other stuff comes from Dark Horse. So All the other stuff that isn't good, basically, is yeah. what you're saying? Well, so they've done, done well. They've done like three, this, 300, the, the Sin Cities, the Hellboys. Like okay. they, when they do a comic movie, it's very stylized. They want it to look like a I comic. like 300. I don't like Sin City. As yeah. opposed to like a Marvel or DC, yeah. which is just like an action comedy with a veneer of people and types. Yeah. This, they want it to look like a comic. Okay. And I think that really holds through in this movie. No, I think that that failed. I think if you compare 300 and Sin City, this had none of those artistic qualities and I wouldn't have near, thought anywhere they were the same people. I agree. Okay, strong disagree. I thought it was like just even the the use of because the comic is written is is drawn illustrated in three colors. It's black, white, and red. The entire comic, and this had like super monochromatic except for those splashes of red blood everywhere. Did we watch the same movie? <laughs> I'm sorry. There was there was lots of color in it. Tons. Yeah. All that slutty girl's outfit. Yes. All the the makeup. M- the scenes out- like of the like the. F- Forest? Like yeah. The... Okay, so scene one, guys. We're just going to have to go this, <laughs> pick this apart uh, piece by piece then. First of all, I just have to say, I had to watch this twice. It took me 35... I watched it for 35 minutes, and then I stopped it because mm. I couldn't even watch it anymore. I was wasting my yep. time. I had to, like, rezone, really think about coming back to it. So you can open up a scene one, but already, it's just shit. I watched it with my dad. <laughs> but, okay, after when I was watching it and realized you watched it with your dad, I'm like, oh, there's a there's a lot of fucking sex scenes. terrible. There's a lot of sex scenes. There's so many so many awkward moments. Where I'd be like, cover your eyes, there, cover your eyes. The starting point, I was kind of like, Kate, I'm just gonna have to accept this. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna have to just play it like this is cool, this is normal. <laughs> Mind you, I've watched a lot of inappropriate movies with my dad i mean yeah. I, i'd watch an from the age movie of with like your dad. five yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like my dream is t- <laughs> i should have been watching this with your dad <laughs> uh, anywho at one point though because it was late at night i fell asleep and i woke up to titties on the window <laughs> sex scene and i was like okay it's an yeah, unfortunate I wish part i had not woken up here just pretend to go back to yeah. sleep yes <laughs> Okay, scene one. Scene one. Uh, a mansion in the Chilean mountains, and there's Johnny Knoxville. Did you recognize him? I yeah, he's got he's not he aged did, well. He uh, sobriety bad. isn't agreeing with that dude. No. Yeah. So he is a retired assassin who's like living it up, and he has his hot, cute girlfriend there. And how does it go from here? Like an assassin team comes in and kills him essentially. Yes, yeah. she's like the she's the honeypot. Honeypot, yeah. And this was the scene that like made me excited in the trailer about the movie. Because it's the whole lipstick and everything I was so excited for. What? Lipstick? Yeah, her waterproof lipstick. Oh, right. Yes. Um, There's a lot of gratuitous kind of ass and tits yeah. shots. I mean, she was super sexy. Yeah, she was oh, very attractive. S- six out of ten. <laughs> That's nice. I just hated... I don't like cheap laughs. Or I don't appreciate them as much, let's say. And when your opening scene is you're getting a boner and then you're dying and then your boner deflates. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh, fuck. That's what this movie is for yeah. me. I'm really excited. And then whoa, yeah. as that boner went down, so did my so maybe, expectations maybe of this movie. Maybe metaphorical then. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. And like the big, the big thing I took that comes up again is that that one chick's tagline is like, it's blow time, mister. And that's like... She's not even a fucking assassin. No. Your only job is to suck guys' dicks? Yes. You don't deserve to be she's on the, the team. Pot. That's like her entire that's, role. She's a red sparrow. She's doing... She's um, making the women's 
rights movement yes. set back 50 years yes. single-handedly. Yes. Yeah. Each one of the assassins had their own, like, take. Like, their names came splashed across the screen, like, their cool thing. Yeah. And it reminded me, like, as if some Netflix executive watched Suicide Squad, yes. which was garbage, and were just like, what this movie presupposes is... Maybe Suicide Squad was good, and we should copy it. No. And, it's, and you're like, hmm, producer? Nah, we don't want that. I wrote that in my hate column. If your name is Hilda, yeah. you don't get to have that font as your name. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Your font is a fucking Times New Roman. You don't get Ariel. to have, yes, right. yeah. this fancy-ass font. Yeah. Sorry. No. Uh, yeah. So this is the A team, this collection of assassins who are out to kill other assassins. Well, they're they're yes, and their job is their to name kill... was the goddamn A team. Yeah. Yes. Fuck. I don't know if their name was the A team, but it's that guy's A team. It's pathetic. The A means assassin. Oh. Okay. I don't know if that's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, I mean, their job it should be they're... assholes because they're just a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Which is they're down not for. good people. Yes. No. Um. So they are killing. No, assassins that are no, going no, 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 to... No, 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 I, I want to get to that. Okay. I think that's important. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, are we on scene two now? Scene two. So uh, we go from there, we hard cut, we, we meet our protagonist, Duncan, played by Mads Mikkelsen. Was that his name? Duncan, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. See, that also that font, good thing he has a sweet yeah, assassin, assassin name. Because Duncan. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yeah. My name's Duncan. I enjoy killing people. <laughs> who is retiring, and we kind of see him like go to the doctor and like see him with his shirt off, and he's like bullet holes that are all healed up and cuts metal, metal in them and everything. He gets a phone call, and he has to do one last job. Okay, but I just want to say I love that doctor. He yeah. was maybe yeah. very I think redeeming. The pie in... His pear tartine, like that's cute. You just gave him his checked his colon. Yeah. And then you offered him. But pear. All, all the characters uh, here are in big the and urine, broad. In the urine sample yeah. fridge. Yeah. yeah. All the characters are super big and broad. They they feel like comic book characters, right? Like not no one in here is a. The only person who's a real person is Vanessa Hodgson. Everyone else feels like they're just kind of, they're in a comic book. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna get nothing. I'm from gonna you give guys. it to you just because I whatever. Yeah. All right, I've got so, many other points to argue. So here, here's the plot hook for the whole movie, and I love it. I think it's absolutely buck wild. So there's Damocles, which is an assassin company, which you pay to kill somebody. And they make all of their agents retire at 50 years old. And our hero, Duncan, is going to be 50 in a week. Eight days. Uh, when they retire... <laughs> that extra day was real important. It, yeah. When they retire, they get a huge... A government-matched pension. Or sorry, in company-matched pension. Duncan's going to get $8 million. Because I guess they match his 401... They match his 401... 401k? They match his 401k contributions. uh, Mr. Bluth, who is the owner of Damocles, wants to sell the company. But the sale will not go through because they have too much above-the-board liabilities on their books. So they need to kill all of the assassins to get rid of those pension payments to sell the company. Guys, this is an assassin movie about pension plans. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that because I was just like, this I, yeah. is stupid. All I knew was that they were trying to sell the company and... They owed too much money. Do the pension plans! <laughs> like, their RSPs are too high! <laughs> this is actually foreshadowing to what's going to happen to us. Yeah. All, oh, yeah we're, yeah, we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're paying for, for the boomers now, and there's yeah. no one to pay for us. This is this is just our harsh reality, really. The A-team's going to come after us. Mm. 
Who's going to get the blowjob? I know. Okay. <laughs> that boss is a fucking loser. Oh, uh, he's... I called him banana peel. I don't... Yes. Take, like, who shows up in an all yellow outfit? Uh, yeah. Just, a comic just, book just character. Yeah, but he's a big old loser. He was also extremely ugly. Oh, <laughs> like unbearably ugly. I'll give that to you. Painfully hard to watch. Disgusting. Yes. Repulsive. Oh, and then one point they were like wrapping his feet in the movie, and I don't know, don't know what he, that he was. He was into lotions. Yeah, of course oh, he was because he he's so fucking weird. disgusting. Yeah. Uh, I just wrote fucking loser, banana peel. Yeah. The the actor um, has alopecia, like normally. Oh. And you no, you see him in this movie, and you're like, he looks better without the hair. Yeah, he should probably yeah. not have the hair. Yeah. Well, I feel bad that he has suffers from that condition, but he's still a loser. He's a good Alopecia actor. If he's making you feel. No, he's not a good actor. He's just creepy, 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 creepy. He like, was. Ugh. Did you guys notice how a lot of the scenes were like uh, ADR'd? They were like voiceovered, and it was like really distracting. I was wondering at that. It was just. Oh, I didn't notice that. There was a couple scenes for sure, like where someone will be talking and it looks like a bad dubbing. Okay, oh. I was wondering that, but I thought maybe my like Netflix was glitching or something. No, it's just like almost every one of the scenes. It was they, purposeful. Yeah, they, they were like, they do the scene, but then they go back and they're just like recording it in a studio of course and putting they the audio did that. over top. God, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, next we see, we have two kind of two parallel things going on. The A-Team, our hired assassins are going to try to track down Duncan and kill him. Yes. Because once Duncan turns 50, he gets that $8 million. And he has multiple properties. Uh, well, he first, they, they tried to kill him by sending him on a fake mission. But he was too good for that. He that sniffed it work. out and he killed everybody. The other part of the story happening right now is we see Duncan in his day-to-day. He lives up in the hills in Montana. And he's just trying to live the quiet life. I did like the fact when he told the doctor, I don't, I don't drink or smoke or anything. And the first thing we see him do is just like drinking and smoking at his cabin. Yeah. But uh, I think that's funny because probably everyone does that when they go to their doctor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, don't, I drink one, yeah, yeah. one drink a week. Well, what's what's recreational? Yeah. Whatever that that's is. That's me. Yeah. Okay. The dog scene was great. Okay. Then I only reference this because I just had watched John Wick like three <laughs> days before. And I, I was like, no, no, no. He, at the very beginning when we introduced to him, he adopts a dog and rusty. Makes this, yeah this little rusty dog and you're like okay guys this is just a straight ripoff of john wick like get real during this whole getting to know duncan scenes he's having these flashbacks to like a job that went bad and he wakes up from one of these flashbacks and shoots the dog because the dog was chewing on his boot and you're like oh he didn't actually oh no no yeah he did he shot the dog it was like the first day he yeah. had the dog yeah I was and then so upset. You're like, oh, he, he didn't like I shoot, and you like smash cut him burying the dog outside of his cabin. You're like, I laughed pretty hard. The, I laughed really, really hard. At I that. was upset. The only thing that I was happy was that I didn't see the dog body like I did in yes. John Wick, which was yes. very upsetting to me. Yes, I thought, what are the chances? We just told you to watch John Wick, and there's the whole dead dog, and then again in this movie. I just want to say, everybody, watch John Wick. Don't watch this shitty movie. Yeah, no, that I mean, I'll, I'll agree to that absolutely. Good. I think they're different kind of movies. Like John Wick is very grounded, and this is like much more comic booky. No, I, I you're trying to use comic yeah, book as yeah. an excuse I for this shitty it movie. It, it's supposed it, to it, be. Why, this is what you're saying to me. Oh, we'll just paint it with a comic book brush, <laughs> and it's all good. No, that doesn't make it better. Also, I just don't like. 
No, nothing about it is the same as the comparisons you've made of Sin City and 300. Yeah. Like, nothing about it. That would be, a, that was a shocker to me that they're by the same people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not by the same people. There's, the comic books are published by the same company. The comic book. Yeah. Publishers. Even the fact that those, like, storylines are similar. It, like, this, there's so many holes in Polar versus I didn't see a single one. Not, no holes. <laughs> no, no, that's a it's rock solid. Fucking Swiss cheese that's a ro- That's a rock solid script Swiss right there. Swiss cheese. There's so many holes. As we're talking to Duncan, uh, we get to see him when he's in Montana. We see his next door neighbor who just moved in. Played by... Vanessa Hudson. Yeah, the, the black yeah. hole of charisma that is Vanessa Hudgens. Oh my god. Holy shit, can that girl not act? No. And she's a very attractive person. And <laughs> not in this movie. Not in this movie. She's homely, yes. homely, homely. How did they make her look so homely? Why are you wearing well, a button up shirt? Maybe she should win an Academy Award for how. No, the, bad the, per, the costume. Look. No, the costume designer yes, should win okay, an award. Yes, yes, okay. Vanessa that. Hudgens is doing nothing. Yes. Yes. Should we rename this podcast like the Shallow OGs? <laughs> Maybe. Or like, how attractive are you? Sort of. It looks like she could be carrying a stick with a, like a tiny bag, like a hobo. Yes. You know, like I, <laughs> jumping trains. Yeah. She's That's what I picture. How did rails. you get here? Oh, I just rode the rails here. Yeah. I'm just gonna make a little yeah. stew. You know, and kind even of thing. Like, like some baked beans. <laughs> I just Her like jacket. Like she's in the hills of Montana. What do you expect to be wearing? Well, is it Carhartt's? If it's not Carhartt's, it is Carhartt's. Yeah, of course yeah. it was. You can have something fashionable. She looks just like she gave up. So we see them get to know each other over time here, and like she she can't like chop wood, so she clearly is not like she's new here. She's not like a mountain person. Yeah, she's a little duck. And we wonder what her motivation is for. She being can there. chop wood the same way she can act. <laughs> that's what I'd have to say about that. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And her goddamn winter coffee. That was like, no. No one's drinking whiskey. Did you yeah. not catch that? At whiskey. Yes. At a diner. I think it has eight in the morning. whiskey and maple syrup in it. Sure. Winter. I think that's a real thing, guys. But still, winter, like, come on. I don't know. No. I just... And she, we see that she seems very skittish. Yeah. And... We think it's because obviously she's had some trauma in her life. I thought maybe she, obviously some sort of abuse or something is my working theory throughout the movie. Right. And so they get closer. He chops a bunch of her wood for her. They get to know each other because they're both kind of outsiders in this town at some cafe scenes. And she asks some questions about him. And then he kind of, it's kind of like, oh, I can speak lots of languages. I've been all, all over the world. I worked in the funeral business, that sort of stuff. And she's like, oh, you should go talk to the children to tell them all about like what you used to do, which is a fun scene where yes. it's totally out of place. makes no sense in the movie. No. But he goes to this like kindergartner classroom and is like pulling out knives and showing the kids how to like, now here, you, this is no good for stabbing, but it's great for slashing. And like shows like on a kid, like all the places you can cut him up. I actually thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, because the kids were really into it. The kids really into it. Yeah, it was funny. Hey kids, have you ever seen a dead body after three weeks? And the teacher kind of like was like a little awkward the whole time. That was the best. Yeah, Yeah. after three in the sun. In the sun. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was definitely asleep for this scene. But again, it's it's totally super weird, right? Because it's trying to be like this this really over the top broad thing, but it's also being kind of tongue in cheek, but it's also trying to be serious at the same time. It just added five extra minutes to the movie that didn't need to be there. Which yes. is, it's, this is this movie's yes. biggest problem. It's yeah. two hours long. It's yeah. half an hour too long. 
They needed to cut a <laughs> an lot hour. of shit. An hour. I'd say an hour <laughs> to cannot, an hour and 15 minutes. You cannot have a 60 minute movie. No, it was uh, <laughs> It was after the 35 minute mark. It was too long. <laughs> so this should have been a short, is yes. what you're yes. saying. Okay. Yeah. Also, when they're in that coffee house scene, just to add on, or whatever, diner scene, to add on to her worst actress credits is... Why are you playing 21 questions with this man? She's like, what do you do? Where are you from? And she has just peppering him with questions back, 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 back. Or she's trying to figure out something about him. Is she curious about him for some reason? Sure, but if just... That's not how you, you go about it, by yeah, just interrogating them. all these questions all at once. Ugh. I just hated her so much in this movie. God, I have nothing good to say. All right. So is this when we go and find out the A-team is looking for them in his different property locations? Yeah, so this is happening at the same time, cutting back and forth. The A-team's like, he has four properties. They interrogate his accountant, and they're going property to property trying to find Duncan so they can eliminate him. The most entertaining thing I found about this movie is what outfit is Slutty Girl wearing? Cindy, spelled S-I-N. Okay, yeah, so I what did. outfit is she wearing? Mm-hmm. Uh, because she had a multitude of skanky outfits. Yeah. I don't think that's unfair for me to say. No. I'd say uh, shorts were generally ass cheek shorts. Yeah, yeah real sex spot. Yeah. It was just for the, the male. Yeah. Male gaze. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Viewership. Um, the Miami hey, guy. Or female. Sure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Miami guy, when they went to his apartment, yeah. he was the worst human being. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I actually was happy that he died. Yes. Yeah. That was the only time he had I some felt sort that of... little minuscule of, like, I don't know if respect for her is the right word, but, like, pity, maybe? Pity, or yeah. yeah. I felt bad for it her. It humanized her, because he was kind of situation. a, he was an abusing kind of dude, who I think must have thought she was his, like, hooker who showed up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, yeah, he was ready to make a sex, like, a, a porn. A snuff video. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Um, (laughs) Welcome to Questions with Lauren. Questions for Lauren. Lauren, what's a snuff video? Um, I don't know. Okay. I think, and I don't know if it's true, I'm pretty sure it's a video where, like, you kill one of the people. Like, it's a porn, but the person dies at the end. Oh, crap. He is a very bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad dude. Yes. Oh, he was going to for sure kill her. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's why it was so clean. It was very, like, sterile. Very Dexter. Yeah, it was very Dexter feels. That that adds a lot of context. Yeah, he's a bad person. Yes, knowing that phrase would be important for understanding this scene. Yeah. So, okay, they already killed the accountant, or, yeah, his accountant, right, to get the property names. Yep. That's felt bad for him. They've gone through all different... They went to the Miami guy. Then they went to Texas. Was it Texas? I don't know. There was, a, there was an was Austin, like Texas. Yeah. There's a Miami. There was a another one. And there was another one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Texas one, I felt bad for that guy. I mean, I just didn't get that scene. Like, why are you having to all shoot this morbidly obese fellow? Because it's, it's gross. There's a lot of torture porn in this I movie. I think I was asleep during that morbidly obese shooting as well. Yeah. <laughs> good. You slept through really so good Lauren, parts, actually. So, Lauren, this was a 35-minute movie for you. Yeah. That's what I'm taking out of it. <laughs> I woke up at all the awkward parts. Yeah. They flash back to Vanessa and Duncan, and he's giving her a gift. Red flags. If you were getting a gun. Yeah, it is a handgun. Yes. As a gift. Yeah. Red flag. I mean, he is an assassin. <laughs> that is the kind of gift he's going to give, right? I know, but 
What do you do if I, somebody offers you a handgun? I was asleep the first time I saw it, so I missed that. But then this morning when I was like doing my fast forward through. Lauren, we have a, a movie <laughs> review podcast and you have not watched 90% of the movie. What are you doing because here? Because it was so bad, I was unwilling to rewatch it. That's why. Okay, so anyways, saw it again this morning. And my thought is, if he, he, pro- he obviously picked up on that she ha- was you know, like, abused or something. He picked up on that. Well, he, she said she yeah, said she, she was assaulted by a mall Santa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but that was... That was Which was, like, the most ridiculous he story. he showed up with that gun gift I, before no, knowing No, after, that. after. I don't think so. Yeah, it was after. Please DM us once you watch this and let <laughs> no, us know. No, don't tell. I don't want to watch it. Uh, anyways, uh... I think he was trying to do a good thing. Like, I'm going to teach you how to shoot so you can protect yourself so that you feel safer. Right. Yeah. So after all this torture and everything, the A-team finds Duncan. They find him in the the hills of Montana, and they're going to kill him. So what's their master plan? Cindy has a broken down car on the side of the road as he's driving past. And it's like the classic, like, she's like bent over the hood with the hood up. And it was very like... Oh, my car's my my car's broken. My cell phone's dead. Can I stay at your house? And I just said no, 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 no. This guy has been a hired assassin for thirty years. You don't think he recognizes a honeypot? And she's like wearing this like she's no, just like done knew. up to the nines. He he knew right from the get go. You think so? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, he knew. I don't think he did. Yes, I he did. Or he played like he didn't. Then he did because at the exact moment she was like, it's time for. Um, it's blow time, mister. He lifted her up so she got shot. He knew exactly what was happening mm. even before he started having sex with her. He was like, fine, you want to honeypot me? I'm going to have a good sex. I did. I'm sorry, him. what? <laughs> I'm going to have a good sex. One good sex, please. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think they were going to have sex. I was like, no. She's not going to, no. Yes. And then he's like, then it just over into- the top doing it at the window because he knows they're looking in. You're right, actually. Now that you he say that, he set that up. He knew right from the beginning. Okay, this is what's going on. Fine, but yeah. then I'm gonna fuck you. Uh huh. Yeah. And I'm gonna get something out of this. And then when it's time, you're gonna die. That scene was also unnecessarily long and ridiculous. Like yes, yes you're having. sex. It was a long, ridiculous, unnecessary sex scene <laughs> that I watched with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> The context is great. (laughs) (laughs) I did think it was weird because at the first scene, we see like lots of ass and titties, but it's all clothed. Clothed. And then as the movie goes on, we just see like, it gets like more and more into hard R. Mm -hmm. Because I thought this was going to be like a Mm -hmm. PG-13 kind of movie. Oh, God. And then as it goes on, it's like, oh, no, this is just like, this is full penetration. Yeah. No, I never expected the PG. Oh, like, no, but like. Not seeing actual titties. I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect to see glass oh. glass titties. Oh. <laughs> window I wish window I titties. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have watched the movie had I expected quite that. Vulgar. And I, so my note here was uh, blowjob of death. I yeah, that's that her. Good. That's her move. That's her only move. Yeah. Stupid. Again, I setting women back. So this hit is following the exact same game plan as killing Johnny Knoxville at the very beginning. So we're kind of saying those same, same beats. But instead of getting shot in the back, he pulls up Cindy and she takes the bullet 
and he falls off one side of the bed, she falls off the other, and there's a sniper going, and there's guys moving in from doors, and he just kills everybody. And he's naked. He yeah. is naked. Yeah. He, he nakedly kills everybody. It, he's naked out in the cold, which is was to me like no. You'll take the I'll bu- just die. You'll take the bullet. Yeah. yeah, I lived a good life, and now I'm gonna I'd die. Rather die. Uh, this was by far my favorite scene of the whole movie. Yep. It was action packed. It seems like a very assassiny. It was. It was the best. This was what I was expecting of the whole movie. Yes. Like I thought the whole movie would be at this height. Yeah. And see, when I say, like, it's a comic book-ish kind of movie, at one point, like, he's in the cabin, he rolls out the door, next thing, he's, like, up in a tree and behind the sniper, and he's like, nice try, kid, and it kills him. Like, that's, that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't really follow any sort of rules. No, uh, yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. Maybe that, that's what you that take That comic Swiss book cheese. one applies. Yeah. That, but I, just saying, this was the best part. It, I could have just watched the scene and been done with the movie. Just naked Mads Mikkelsen dismantling a team of seven hired guns. He was good. He did a good job. He, yeah, you definitely saw that he was... You saw a lot of him. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You saw a lot of him, but you saw that he was probably one of the best assassins. Like, the A-team couldn't take him out. Yeah, he's no. a black Kaiser, Lord. Yeah. We've established this. Yeah, he's good. Because there's that one chick that, from the very start, has been saying, just give him his money. You don't want him coming after us. Just give him his money. Right. So there's Mr. Bluth, who is the creepy guy who's in charge of the organization. And his right-hand woman is Vivian. And Vivian's the one who contacts all the agent. And Mr. Bluth is like, oh, we need to kill him. Get that money back. And Vivian's like, how about we just let him be? You know, like, he's not worth it. Like, just take an $8 million hit because I don't want to have to deal with this guy. And so they try to kill him once. Doesn't work. They try to kill him a second time. Just did not work. And so there's a lot of phone calls back and forth where Duncan's like, guys, please stop trying to kill me. I'm just trying to retire here. Which feels a little John Wickish, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to get out of the game. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that he, they took Vanessa after all this. And this was a big loophole or plot hole to me. How, because they said, oh, they meet Junkie Jane and she's like, oh, they took the girl. How did they know that that gift was for her? Because he went and bought her a new gift because the gun didn't go over well. So Do we know question. what the gift is? Uh, I don't think they ever revealed it. It was something normal. So yeah, whatever he buys her. But I just didn't understand. All they see is him walking out of the store with the gift. You never see him give the gift because he picks up Cindy. So then how did they know that this gift was for the neighbor well, in order to take her? And they've only been watching him for like 45 minutes, I feel like. How long have they been tracking him for? Couldn't have been that long. You know what? If I didn't notice it in the movie as a loophole, it's not a loophole in my books. Ugh. I just was like, I didn't, I didn't think about this. It totally tracked for me. I'm just wondering who took her because they all got no, killed. Alexia, the redhead. The redhead dude, the Russian dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh. the one who took her. Okay, what is Vanessa's name in the movie? Uh, Camille. Oh. Okay. It's Vanessa. It's it, her name. Look at my notes Plain, here. Plain homely um, girl. It says homely. Uh, short-haired Vanessa Hodgson is actually what it says. No, is her name actually Camille in the movie? Yes. Okay. Because I didn't know. I her name time. is way didn't prettier know. than her. Yeah. <laughs> like, your name is pretty, and you yeah. are not. Ugh. So, now Vanessa's taken back to Mr. Bluth's mansion. Duncan's on the run, gonna go save her, and first he visits an old friend, Porter, who is an old, retired assassin from the Damocles Company. And they're at a karaoke bar. It's kind of like a touching scene. It kind of feels like it might have been a father figure at him at one point. 
and but then he betrays him. And How did he get away though? Because this is before they were trying to sell the company. Um, no, because once you turn fifty, you get your money. They, it only it only goes back to the company if they kill you before you hit fifty. Yeah, but this. Oh, before so you. So Porter hit... has already retired. He I has see. His money. I see. Okay. So that's why there's a there's like a time crunch here. They have to kill Duncan in those eight days, or else he's gonna turn fifty and he gets his money. Oh. That's okay. the legal loophole. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So. Because you know. When we're murdering people, we're real concerned about the legal. They they appear aspect. to be a publicly traded company. Like they probably put an IPO <laughs> here a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and now there's a non-hostile takeover yeah. agreement. They are yeah. really ethical people. <laughs> so he gets captured by Mr. Blue. Porter like puts like this like weird chloroform rig on his hand and like knocks him out, and then he gets captured by Mr. Bluth. So now both Vanessa and Duncan are back in the mansion. If you can hear that, that those are cuticle snippers. Um, Torture devices. So Mr. Bluth ends up torturing Duncan for four days. <laughs> From what I can tell, all he does is go around cutting him in different places with a cuticle cutter. That sounds painful. That sounds bad, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, but is that what it was? Cause I yeah, was like, they, no. they use some knives too. It took him longer to escape than I had anticipated. Yeah, he was there for, he was strung up for like three days. Yeah. Which, again, unnecessarily long, made the movie drag out. No, this this part felt like torture porn. Like, this was kind of gross, where it was just like, because the whole time we're also cutting back to Vanessa getting shot up with heroin. I know, why did they have to I don't shoot know. her? Why? What was no. the purpose of that? Because she she's not a person, right? She's just like a damsel in distress yeah. kind of thing. For most of the movie? Basically. So, so you guys really didn't think this guy has all torture devices at his disposal. And it didn't seem odd to you that he grabbed cuticle cutters? No, because he's a fucking creep. Yeah, so of weirdo. course he would take cuticle okay. cutters. Just, he wants to be real close and intimate. I just didn't understand. And do tiny little creepy cuts. I'll probably put some lotion in them. God, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's so weird to me. He goes. <laughs> that was, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a ten minute long torture scene. Lauren's most upset by the device well, no, they use for the torture. Because this is another spot too where I thought we don't need. There was ten minutes of the movie unnecessary. Yeah. Because yeah. we need to see one day. Yes. Of torture, mm-hmm. we don't need to see every single day of the torture. It's the same yeah. thing. Heroin torture. Heroin torture goes on like that for ten or so minutes. We get yeah. it. Yeah. They try to stab him with a knife. The na- knife breaks off in his ribs because he has like a metal plate there that we saw earlier in the doctor visit. And so after the torturers leave, he takes it out. He's like a little piece of metal. And he uses that metal to break out of his restraints when no one's there and waits. The next day when the guards come and there, this is when he's like dismantling dudes in the dark, right? He has yeah. guns. He's starting to kill people. Mr. Bluth come with his detachment of guys ready for the torture, for day four torture, and they just hear, like, guys dying and dropping, and he's like, oh, 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 oh no, and, like, runs away. That was a pretty cool scene, too. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was well done. Until we get to the hallway scene. So he's killed a bunch of dudes, and he's running through this hallway to get out of the mansion, and it's, like, him and, like, 20 guards who come one at a time. <laughs> but he did get shot, which I said I appreciated that he's actually getting a little bit then At hurt. one point, he had two guards running out from 10 feet, just blasting with machine guns. Yes. And, like, didn't hit him once. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you compare that to the hallway scene in Daredevil. I mean, Chris, like, can Daredevil, I just, no, no, Daredevil, can I I just tell about, you this I want to talk about Daredevil season two. I just want to say it's a comic book, though, okay. so... You yeah. know, yeah. it's very comic booky. Uh, I mean, uh, so that's gonna happen. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
well, if you can use it, why can't I? Now it's to go with your Daredevil comic book, correct? So in Daredevil yeah. season two, they have a hallway fight where it's like a three minute continuous shot of him fighting 20 dudes and it's very good. fucking awesome. Yeah. As opposed to this, where it's just like, boom, blam, boom, boom, snap, 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 kind of done. Comic book, comic book. I feel like every point that was in the trailer, that was like a 30 second trailer, was all of the good parts of the movie. And I didn't what? need to a tra- watch the movie. A I trailer is the, the trailer. best parts of a film? Get real. No, but usually there's some extra things. This is true. It was, that whole movie could have been the trailer. Yes. So he escapes. And then one part of the film I kind of liked is he just like randomly shows up at some doorstep in the city of Detroit. I think this would be part of the Swiss cheese. Yeah, this is the dumbest thing No, this was really well done. Um, (laughs) And there was some black lady who takes him and just like heals him. Heals him. Magic gun doctor is what I call her. He injects him with something. Yeah. I think it's a painkiller. And uh, then she's like, what do you need? And he's just like, I'm taking on an army. Or something to that effect. Yeah, and just gives him all the guns. And we don't know anything about this lady, except there's one line of dialogue. Never heard from you. No, we, there's one line of dialogue, which I think is genius. And she says to you, I thought you were going to come back for me and not the guns. Yeah. And which is like instantly, that's beautiful screenwriting. No, too we know everything convenient. We, no, we need to know everything we need to know. They were in love at one point. She still loves him. He doesn't love her, but she still wants to help him. They worked together at one point. There's probably a relationship. There's history there. Within that one line, it makes the entire scene work. I I, get that, but it was just too convenient. No, see, I think that is them being lazy because they are not willing to do the work. They just want you to make the assumptions. You cannot complain that this movie is two hours long and too bloated. And then when they do do actually a piece of really slick screenwriting and make it streamlined, you complain. Yeah, You cannot have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, I do. I wish there was more of this. Yes, but this is the chick that actually seemed interesting. You're right. I want to know. This is their where story. there should have been more of. I would have watched Polar, pre-Polar. Yes. And know their backstory, I their know history. Their story, Non-Polar. And I want to know their history and Bipolar? less of the four days of cuticle cutter torture and random people being killed and found, whatever. Or less of Russian hooker girl. Yes. And her little boy and more of this girl. Yes. Gun uh, doctor. She was uh, Belarusian, I believe. So, oh, God. Okay, sorry. <laughs> And he, he gets the guns, lots of guns, seen from The Matrix, where he just gets lots of guns. Yeah. One of them being these two, like, big machine guns that he controls with his fingers. So then he purposely draws in Vivian and the henchmen to trace them down to a warehouse. And they're like, ah, we got you. You're too dumb. And he's like, I guess I am too dumb. And then he, like, flicks open his fingers and just, like, machine guns rain down and kills, like... 50 dudes at once. This was my favorite because I thought, yes, thank God. It's just a one time. Everyone's dead. We'll make this scene short. <laughs> what did they think was happening, though? Because it was so slow when he raised his hands. Yeah, like, <laughs> and what were they like? Oh, what's he going to do? Yeah. Well, no, because it's, it's 50 dudes, wide open warehouse, and they're just walking towards him with guns. Yeah. But, but you could have shot him from back there, dude. <laughs> but all he did was raise his hands. Slow mo. What were they thinking? Yeah. I yeah. wonder. And they, then they unleash... had to think he had something up his sleeve. Magic? And they a rabbit? Just, like, ribbon out of his sleeve? Yeah. That's I was I, just happy it was a short scene. I What I liked about the scene is that they drove my dream car into all of them had... Uh, a GMC Denali? Uh, Yukon Denali. Okay. Fuck yeah. I was like, I want that one. I want that one. I want that one. So nice. I really liked that scene. You should have been... get one for a deal with a couple <laughs> bullet holes in it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I would take it. It's a real nice car. 
So he kills like he kills Vivian, he kills half of the dude's men, and now he's coming back. He's healed up, he's locked and loaded, he's gonna go back to that mansion and get his girl and kill Mr. Blue. Which I'm actually excited for because I hate him, so yeah. I can't wait for him to die. Oh, I know, right? You're thinking, oh, this is going to be a great final scene. This is going to yeah. be so exciting. As he's walking to the mansion, which I like this part, all the guards are just like, ah, oh, fuck no. Yeah. And they're like running past. I'm like, no, no, yeah, Mr. Booth is upstairs. I'm going to go get Doritos. Yeah. Bye. I did like that. They're like, he's upstairs. Like, he whispered <laughs> yeah. as they walked by. Yeah. I did like that. And all his guards are abandoning him. Yeah, because they also think he's creepy as fuck. So they're like, I think they're I'm not going to give my life they're more scared for of this a-hole. Yeah, it's probably like a little bit of both. They're scared, plus why are we protecting this guy? He's yeah. a big douche. Yeah. <laughs> and I did like the little like lady. Do you oh, need yeah, some secretary? tea? Or... His, his old English secretary. Yeah. Did you anything? Yeah. yeah. And so they're sitting in the office. Mr. Bluth has his old sword. Duncan has a big 200 The sword axe. of Damocles. Of Damocles, exactly. And we're getting ready for the big fight scene. Cut to outside of mansion, staring at it for two or three seconds. Mr. Booth's head comes rocking out the window, rolls on the ground in front of us. Yeah. That's the entire final fight scene we see. I mean, I don't know what you expected. What was Mr. Bluth, guy who gets lotion rubbed on him? Yeah. He, he'd be slippery. Wrap. He's so he'd be slippery, up. yeah. yeah I, I want to have to take off his shirt. And he's, like, I just can't get a hold of him. I yeah. never expected him to be able to put up any sort of fight. No. He's the... How did he become in charge of an his, assassin? His dad owned it. Yeah, did you see the picture of his dad? He's essentially the same, same person. <laughs> How did they become in charge of an assassin? No, no one believes that. I don't know. I think there's, there's a lot hole. of there's a lot of like generational wealth that you see no. like how is this stuck around? If you see one of the Trump kids, I bet you think the same thing, am I oh, right? Oh. A little political humor. Uh, he yeah. goes and picks up Vanessa, who's strung out on a couch, and he carries her back to the cabin. And he's going to nurse her back to health. And back to her cabin. Back to her cabin. Because his, I think, exploded. And I should mention that when he was all fucked up on the black lady's couch and getting patched up, he was having these, again, flashbacks to this job that went wrong. So we know there's something there. We don't know what it is, though. It was... It's taken two hours and 50 minutes to get there. Yeah, I'm it's taken us... It's been a hike. Yeah. And he... In this in this flashback, we see him, like, shooting up a car, and then him opening up the door of that car and just being, like, dead bodies in it. And it's... it's children's you, bodies. Children's bodies. And then what we see is headline clippings of that, and it, all the headline clippings say is, one little girl survived. And we see this little girl staring <clears throat> up at him, at a young Duncan. And then we cut to... Vanessa Hodgson's face, and you realize it's that same girl. This is when the movie won me back. No. No. Absolutely. No. Okay. No. First of all, I just have to say, not that I've ever been so strung out on heroin that I know what it feels like to come off of it, but only you don't. Little, only a little bit strung just out. Just a little. Yeah. Um, you don't come out. A lady's amount. <laughs> I would imagine after four days of being shot up and then you're perfectly fine no there'd can be a hold. lot more withdrawal symptoms yeah, oh thanks docs <laughs> yeah. I, another loop or another uh, plot hole there didn't like it now, how did this win you back this is not realistic at all she doesn't come off and then threaten him so then we realize that the reason that she'd been so nervous when they first met and the reason she was shaking holding that gun wasn't because she was assaulted by some ball Santa <laughs> <laughs> which is like that's what they came up with? Yeah, mall Santas. Someone hey, hey. hates mall Santas. I don't Whoever blame wrote them. this hates mall Santas. They're just socially acceptable clowns, and I'm not going to have any of it. <laughs> I just, like, don't hate on those guys. They're just seasonal workers. 
Like they're just trying to get theirs. <laughs> yeah. The reason she was so nervous when she was Duncan is because she reckoned she'd obviously, obviously tracked him down. And she said, like, this is the man who killed my entire she family. She followed the money. She followed the money. And she knows that Duncan is the man who killed her family. She talks about, like, remembering her little brother and her mom and her dad. The money being the money he's been sending her. Yes. Because he sends her, what, every year? $200,000 yeah. Guilt like money. That. Guilt money. This was the most uninspired monologue of death. Like, I felt no sympathy. I was like, oh, that sucks. Your parents died. I mean, yeah. That, that she was, was the problem. You felt no compassion no. or connection to her because they had made her character so shitty just nothing i had no She's feelings like, i felt her. my dead brother's I hand didn't even i didn't care when they kidnapped her no it's like no, die just go about your life become a junkie and my, my one note here on the scene was vanessa still cannot act <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's supposed to be this like big She's trying her Mom, best. No. She's trying her best. Come She's on. Just, listen, Stick with High guys, School Musical. Yeah, she peaked and we're yeah. dealing with it. Yeah, we are. So she pulls out a gun and he says, like, basically, kill me. Like, he's still living guilty for this event. And yeah, and I was, like, finally, like, okay, this is a, actually going to be an exciting part. Uh, that'd be cool. And we hear a gunshot. We kind of have a fake out. He's, like, crying. He, he feels remorse. Like, oh, okay. So you, you, and it, it kind of sucks for Nessa because you have Mads Mikkelsen who can just, like, roll out of bed and be a good actor. Like, you know, he didn't do any prep work for this movie, but just by him being him, like, he has, <laughs> has so much gravitas for this role. And then there's Vanessa, who's, like, trying to act her poor little sweetheart out. And it's so bad. So... I felt so bad Did for they just not run out of money when they had to find the girl for this movie? She's and... still a name. You can probably get her cheap. That's my guess. Uh, I think she wanted to get into more serious, <clears throat> like, dark roles. And so... She probably sought it out, or yeah, she read Mall Santa uh, Assault and was like, "Yep, that's put I can me down, heroin, put me down, agent." Heroin, looking ugly, sexual abuse. Yeah, it's almost like they tried to make her she, uglier to make her a better actress. She thought this is my Academy Award winning mm, role. The Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, the monster effect. No. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, so she, we we zoom out and we see him still there and they're talking. And obviously she had not shot him. She asks him, who killed my father? And he says, and then she's like, could we find him? And he says, maybe. <laughs> and then the last scene is them on the patio or on the, the patio of the cabin, looking over the lake, kind of staring down the barrel of the camera. And you get to see, you know, I wanted the next thing to pop up and be like, Polar 2. No. This still <laughs> polarized. It sets, as I said, it sets up for Polar 2. And all this is, Fuck right off. No, no, no. It should have been the end of the movie. She should have killed him and it would have been done and I would have been like, okay, it's kind of redeeming. She yeah. had a moment where she killed him and that's cool and then you're setting up for a fucking terrible sequel? Um, I'd be no. down for it. So, so I watched this with my dad, like I said. He had already watched it. So... <laughs> So, this that is, is, this okay. is the most owl thing I've ever heard. This is yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He already watched it knowing the titties were going to be up against the window and it was yeah. okay. He was watching yeah, it. Yeah, you, you were like, hey, hey, dad, do you mind if we so watch like, this oh, movie? He's like, yeah, let's bring it on. Yeah, yeah there's he, no inappropriate scenes that okay, we shouldn't watch he together. He said to me, oh, yeah, that's a good movie. I liked it. Okay, so first I bet he time, did. He, he is known for not having the best uh, taste in movies. Questionable taste. Um, that's okay. So I was like, okay, sure, we'll watch it. I thought it was terrible all throughout. He did not pick up on that. That was, uh, there's going to be a sequel until I said. And he's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, look forward to that. (laughs) (laughs) 
said nobody ever. Uh, said one man. <laughs> one man brave enough. I to actually like this waited movie. To, to watch the credits to see if they did like a Avengers kind of thing. Yes. Oh, have, I, like, I was out. No, I skipped through. Well, I mean, I didn't be... watch the credits. Well, I yes, like I fast forwarded to see if there was something that. Yes, I thought that there might be as well. And I was so happy there wasn't. And I, because I, I didn't want there to be already started filming is what yes. I was saying. The fact that Vanessa Hudgens could reprise this role and it and would be, be a focus. That's what I mean. A focus. No. And you're going to tell her, this is what my fear is, that they're training her to be an assassin. Maybe if they train her, she'll become better looking. She should just be blowjob girl. No, she should just be blowjob girl. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Having gone through that, and clearly there's a lot of feelings on this film. For for a film that's was made for seven dollars, uh, there's a lot of emotion in it. Are we? I think do... those hand gloves that he wears are was at four, least... four of the seven dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, final reviews: Are we going to marry, fuck, or kill this film? <laughs> Come on. Kill. kill, 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 kill. I don't have anything else you, to say. You say anything other than kill. I'm killing you. Yeah. We're looking, we are currently looking for a new podcast member. Yeah. Third member of our team. I want to kill this movie so there isn't a second movie. Yes. Please don't make us polar two. Please, please, please. Don't do it. What I think we should no, do. No, Chris, don't do it. I think if we could edit this movie down to like an hour and a half. No. Okay, I think I think that would be, maybe that's be like our next project we work on together. Uh, Flix OG's The Recut. No, I'm... And we take bad movies and cut them down I'm not wasting movies. my time recutting this movie. It's no. shit. All right. Uh, are you taking Vanessa out? Are you taking Creepy Banana Man out? Are you taking the shitty assassins out? There's the movie. Watch the trailer. The trailer is the movie. Yes. I'm gonna fuck this movie. So we got two. No! We got kill, kill, fuck. No. And, no. Um, no. The worst lay of your life. Yeah. If you watch this movie, you're getting chlamydia. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You just contracted an, an STD. It's an STD of a film. Yeah. Says Lauren no. Novak. Yeah, it is an STD because it's coming back. Yeah. Right. You can't get rid of it. It's literally an STD. <laughs> All right. Next week we're gonna watch a better movie. Hopefully. Oh Christ! I hope so. I have a, I have a, a suggestion. Shoot. I think it's called Walk Ride Rodeo, and I think we could have some fun with it. Sounds promising. It's a, it's a horse movie. No. Nice. So is this Heartland the film? I think so. Yes. Black Beauty Four. Yes. So I am throwing that one in the hat as my. All right. What we should do. You heard it here, folks. We are watching. Uh, ride, walk, rodeo. Walk, ride, rodeo. Of course, you gotta, you gotta walk yes. before you can ride. Mainly because I want to see Chris's reaction to this movie. Great. So, really good, really good recording here, guys. Lots of passion. I love it. And as always, uh, never let oh, someone I, go down on you. I was gonna say, I got it. I got it. Okay. I just When someone says it's blowjob time, don't believe them. Yeah, I was going to say, bye guys, it's blow time, mister. I hate all of this. (laughs) See you guys. (laughs)